Katie looks into the oven and she's like, oh my God, it's so big. I'm gonna make a pot roast. It's crazy. I have a crazy eyebrow. So I like get up to hug him and I just punt my chair into the middle of the restaurant floor. <laughs> oh, like, I forgot about that. Can you handle hearing that I had a sleepover with a boy? Can you guys handle that? Yes, Katie, we can. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> We're rolling. We're live. Welcome back. Live from New York. Live from it's a new studio. Live and it's silent. It's quiet. <laughs> it's actually so crazy. We're sitting on Katie's new floor. Her apartment is gorgeous. New apartment, same setup. And it's yeah. completely silent for once. It's literally so quiet. I feel like you can hear maybe like my fridge, but like very faintly in the background. I actually feel kind of uneasy at how quiet it is. I know. It does like my apartment. <laughs> so silent. Yeah, your apartment's very quiet, but you're also like way up too. Colby's up in the clouds. You can't even hear a single peep from down below, I feel. Did you feel creeped out last night sleeping here alone? Like a little bit, but you know, okay, you know the feeling when a space is so quiet that you like get a buzzing sound in your ears? Yeah. Yeah. Like I haven't experienced that in so long because every time I've slept like I've gone home to my parents like I feel like I hear my my family like around if I go to a hotel you tend to hear like here you literally can't hear a thing and I'm like my bed is upstairs so I I heard the buzzing for the first time in I don't even know when just the buzzing of silence like the buzzing of just being completely in silence and darkness and it was just everything I got the best night's sleep I woke up at 7 a.m. on the dot, in the dark, like, and no problem. That's amazing. Like, sat up, I'm like, wow, I'm ready to go. Ready to take on the day, ready to go to the grocery store, ready to get a shower liner. Heck That's yeah. what I got this You're a new this girl. Morning. The West Village has changed, yeah. I just, I feel you like... You have a new pep in your step. I do have a new pep in my step. I had the, oh my God, like, I woke up, the sun was shining. It was just one of those mornings. I had the nicest lady at the grocery store checking me out. Like, we had, like, a nice little, like, chat. You know, I mean, what time is it? It's like 5.53 p.m. and your apartment is still so bright. There's still so much light in here. I just, I can't explain it because I always thought in my mind that an apartment that isn't facing the street must not be ideal because it would somehow be blocked by something. But this is like the best of both worlds. You get the back unit, so it's like not very loud, but then you also, because it's the West Village and the buildings are generally shorter here, you get that unobstructed view it's just everything. It's just everything. Is there a reason the buildings are shorter here? Is it because of the bedrock or something? I think it's. It might be like a law, or, or it was just a law. historic. Yeah, mm. or older. A lot of historic structures. I yeah, I feel like typically, or when you're walking through West Village, a lot of the the buildings you see are like they, it kind of appears that they're only like three floors. Interesting. Almost. This usually, one isn't, but usually what they'll do is like different areas in the city aren't allowed to have skyscrapers because of the bedrock that's under really? a certain part of the island. Because yeah, I guess if the ground is more shallow, I could be saying this completely wrong. I'm obviously not a builder slash construction worker. But you I'm, sure? <laughs> I mean, I might be. I'm a jack of many trades, apparently, on this podcast. But um, yeah, I think it has to do with the bedrock and like. If it's a specific shallow ground or something like that, then you're not allowed to put up a skyscraper because it can't. I don't know. It's not like anchored. Correctly. I believe it. Well, there's like all these like crazy zoning codes in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I and don't know. Permitting and all of that stuff. I think it was probably because, yeah, because a lot of West Village was built like so long ago, they probably couldn't support a larger building. To, yeah. Like they couldn't figure out. How to, I don't know. Actually, that's such a lie because the Empire State Building was built like so long ago and people literally just like hung by like beams with like no, so no crazy words or anything. Like people were just dangling over the city. It's crazy. My mom. So I have these two large like slider doors and it's interesting because like the inside, I cleaned the inside, but at a certain angle when the sun hits it, you can still see like some kind of grossness on the outside of the window. And I was like, well, I guess I doubt that they have like window cleaners that come here. Like I doubt it. Yeah. For small buildings like this, like you don't need to do that. Like it's the higher rises. I feel like that they get it. And my mom was like, well, just like hire someone to dangle out like off the railing. I'm like, oh my God, people would actually do that for a living. 
Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I guess. I actually <laughs> just saw a TikTok of somebody who had some sort of magnetic contraption where they were oh, cleaning the about. outside of their really window. Yeah. It's like you open the window, you put half of it on the other side, and, and then, then you have the magnet the on side. your side, and then you can move it around inside yeah. of your window, and it'll clean the outside because it's dragging along the magnet. Do you think that would work on this thing? It's huge. 100%. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, great. Well, it might get stuck on the rail, but you could do the top part. I feel like the rail is, like, is it super close to the... Yeah. It's, like, uh, flush with the window. But I'm going to get drapes. I'm going to get drapes. I'm going to get a lot of things. I'm trying to give myself time again with the apartment and not, like, rush and, like, do everything all at once. You have your vision board and everything, right, of, like, what you want it to look like? Yes, but it... Like, that vision kind of involves, like, a lot of the current stuff I have and just, like, what I would do immediately. Like, I eventually... I don't know. I want to, like, experiment and, like, be different you with should. this space. But, I, but it hasn't come to me yet. Like, you shouldn't have to rush these things. Like, it should be over time. Like, okay, wait. This this needs, like, green or yeah. something, you know? It just, like, comes to you. Yeah, there's no rush in making a home. Right. I also didn't realize you have such a big entryway. Like, I feel like you could have, like, an entry table up there. If yeah. you wanted to, like my sister told rack. me not to do that because she's like, you're just gonna throw stuff on it's it. It's a dumping ground. Yeah, it could be a good place to have like keys, sunglasses, yeah, things like that that are easy to just grab on your way out. That's how I would use it, at least. I don't know. We're gonna see. Right now, I'm putting stuff on the top of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm putting the essentials. Nothing's changed. Also, no- I, I need to report back that my research um, was half correct. Oh, of the West Village being smaller yes, or so it's, lower? It's actually that the bedrock is too deep below the street to anchor high-rise towers to it. Really? In, in mid to downtown Manhattan. Yeah. So that's why there's only skyscrapers in downtown Manhattan. Like, yeah. as in closer to Fidei and like Tribeca. Like Colby's building is, I guess, technically considered like a mid, mid-rise. You know? Is, is it? Hmm. Well, like, know. there's, like, yeah, yeah. Colby's is mid-rise. It's pretty like, huge. Like I don't know. 40 can, get, can it get higher than that? I guess so. I think a high-rise is considered something that's, like, 65-plus floors or something like oh, that. Oh, interesting. Oh, my or God. Or 60. I don't know what the threshold is. I'm not going to pretend like I know that, too, but. Builder Adam. Bob the Builder. Hey, guys. Adam you, the builder. Learn, you learn something <laughs> new every day. Well, did you know? I remember, you might have to Google this to fact-check me, but Battery Park was wheat fields, like, literal wheat growing in fields until, like, the 60s. I'm pretty sure. Battery That's Park was insane. man-made, I think. Was Battery Park... Or... I don't know. Google it. <laughs> I think I'm right. Battery Park has this weird thing where if if you've ever... If you're somebody who's listening to the podcast, if you've ever tried to buy an apartment in the city or looked at what it would cost to buy an apartment in the city, for some reason, Battery Park has like a Battery Park-specific tax, kind of. So if you want to buy an apartment in Battery Park, you're paying one to $2,000 extra in, because... ma- in maintenance costs just for being in Battery Park. How interesting. It's an elite neighborhood, I suppose. Battery Park's an elite Wait, neighborhood, man-made. I guess. Were there wheat fields there? Like, I really think I'm, I'm right. When Battery Park City was a wheat field in 1982. 82? Oh, my God. That's so recently. Wait, that's so cool. Oh, my God. This is a painting. <laughs> I want this. Haha, see, I know some random history facts, everyone. In 1982, the artist Agnes Dennis planted two acres of wheat on land. Oh, I don't want your ad. Let me read. <laughs> on landfill that would become Battery Park City. Oh my God, she planted the wheat on landfill and that is what became Battery Park City. Okay, so you're telling me that Battery Park (gasps) is a landfill. Oh my gosh, this is actually so interesting. Battery Park (laughs) City was the result of excavation for the World Trade Center in the 1970s. So Battery Park was literally built from like ground that was dug up to create World Trade Center. They just dumped it over there and and then they they built... And then this chick, Agnes planted two acres of wheat on the landfill but okay so it's a landfill why do i think when i hear landfill it's like trash look that's, <laughs> that's Agnes. what i think too so are you telling me that battery park was built on top of trash and they have to pay more when, yes. they, when you buy something there this is just spooky stuff spooky stuff guys, this is really an educational episode yeah sorry guys should we do the intro i think it's your turn oh it is <laughs> welcome back to another episode of match made in manhattan with katie colby and adam Girls, how we doing? Well, you know, I didn't think we were going to kick off this episode talking about wheat fields, but here we are. That's the beauty of Match Made in Manhattan is that we can go wherever direction the wind takes us. I know. know? You never know what you're going to get. Like, at this rate, I don't even know. People that listen that aren't from New York, like, do you even care when we talk about New York City stuff? Do you even know what we're talking about? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I would have no idea what Battery Park City was if I didn't live here. Battery Park City, you can give it a quick Google. But it's like yeah. just downtown. 
Next to? Next to? Fide, below Fidei. West of Fidei. Northeast, southwest. When I, okay, I don't know if this is just a me thing, but whenever someone says a direction, like, I have to say it in my head, northeast, southwest, so I know where north is. Like, it's literally the most ridiculous thing. I that, literally just look for World Trade Center. That I've ever <laughs> admitted I Well, no, I know. No, I'm just saying in general, the directions. Mm. Like, I have to visualize a... Um, compass compass in my head but ah. i have to say it also I, I count on my fingers still i sometimes do too to be honest yeah i do too oh wow oh I, my God. <laughs> I literally will do like six plus five in my phone sometimes to double check even though i obviously know the answer i just <laughs> want to make like, sure i'm right it. wait i have a question okay now that we're just like confessing things that we do um do you ever when you're writing a certain word that maybe isn't like it's not an sat word by any means but maybe like a word that you type it in your phone well i i'm like writing it in an email or, or like honestly most of the time it's when i'm texting someone like flirty like trying to be funny and like interesting and use a big word and I, it's could be something like so simple, like conceited, or I don't know, like a word like that that isn't like the or and. And I Google it just to make sure that I'm right with what I. I do that all the time. Yeah, like, I do that too. I know that I'm right, but I'm still gonna double check. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to risk saying something that doesn't make any sense, and the guy that I'm talking to being like, uh, um, he's an idiot. He's dumb. Well. And then, yeah, the worst is if you make a witty comment or something and you use the wrong word and then you have to explain yourself and what you were trying to say. Yeah. And that is not fun either. That's my biggest fear because I feel like I'm so fun funny. out of it. Like, I really do think I'm the banter king most times, but <laughs> there is a very high chance that on the other side, somebody is not understanding the jokes that I'm putting down. And it's just like funny to me yeah you know like when you guys ripped apart my hinge profile and we're like this is just straight up not funny humor and i thought it was hilarious you know we're just not like i said in that episode we're just not your target audience that's true we're not the target here that is true and it wasn't that it wasn't funny it just was funny coming from you but somebody (laughs) you're right you're right right, right. it doesn't know you might not understand why it was funny okay yeah that makes sense yeah Wait, Colby, I need to tell you what happened to me this weekend when we were at dinner. Actually, we should do, like, a full weekend recap. Okay. Well, I, I need to share what happened at dinner. When which we, one? When we saw the boys. Oh, when I kicked you under the table. My yeah. weekend ended up being, like, kind of a bust. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Honestly, like, I kind of agree. Hey, I mean, mine was kind of a bust, too. Well, I moved, but I missed, like, all of St. Patty's Day. Yeah. And you, I had the perfect- you did not miss much. I well, mean, Shay's was amazing. Shay's was so fun and cute. Our friend Shay had a party. Yes. For those who don't know. She lives in Battery Park City. She lives on she top of the wheat field. She lives on top of the landfill. <laughs> <laughs> she has a really nice apartment. Yeah. she. Li- I mean, every apartment building in Battery Park City is like they're gorgeous. super nice. Yeah. Well, because yeah. they're brand new. Yeah, they're all brand new. They're so on top of the wheat field. only existed for less than 40 years. Like, that goes to show sometimes. Does it matter what's underneath? Not really. No. Always linking so, it back. What, so does it not? just end up with somebody hot because it doesn't matter what's underneath. <laughs> hey, you never know. Battery Park could sink into the landfill in like 10 years. Oh my <laughs> you know, God. I'm Can you kidding. imagine? Nightmare. I'm, I'm making fake news. Um, but yeah, yeah, I feel like you really didn't miss much on Sunday like, or Saturday. Like Shay's was so much fun. We had such a good time at the apartment, but it got to a point where we were there for so long and we were like, okay, should we go check out stone street which was like our whole original plan yeah and then we get to stone street and upon arrival we lose every single person that we were with <laughs> no well you guys were all still together and me no, and i was Martin, trying to follow you i remember walking up three steps into stone street with martin and then all of a sudden i turn around because we were like we're not doing this there were girls like vomiting outside of bars people were crying like with their heads between their legs and then all of a sudden, oh we look one way and everybody is gone. You guys had like turned a corner to, to go to Harry's. You. No, no, no. I was walking into the, the thick of it trying to find you. Because I, I, oh, well, I, I lost you before you From knew my I point did. of view, I was behind you like a pilgrim just following you through the, like, the trail. And then all of a sudden. Pilgrim. We didn't even make it to a bar. <laughs> no, like, we were we all didn't like, even make it in, like onto the street. I didn't. 
Oh, okay. Cause so like, that's why we lost you because we <laughs> turned around immediately. Well, I ended up in the heart of Stone Street and it was my worst nightmare. Literally, I walked oh, in trying so to find Colby. That's that's what happened then. Yeah. And so you had just turned Emily, around. Emily said that you guys went and turned down some streets. She said that she saw you. That was the other group. They went and turned down Pearl Street <laughs> and went into Harry's sidebar. Oh my God. So this sounds like yeah. a nightmare and I'm really glad that I missed it. Katie, I feel I'm like serious. It was a nightmare. Growing up is realizing that sometimes you just stay at the pregame. Just stay there. Yeah. Don't go. Yeah. Like if you're having fun, don't, don't fix something that ain't broken. <laughs> then you know? I had yeah. stopped drinking. I started to get hungover and was wing womaning until like 9 p.m. And then I was like, I could need to go to my couch now because my head is throbbing. Yes, and I need the food. second I lost you, I was like, all right, I'm done here. I went home immediately. Yeah. And then I texted Katie and I was like, I'm meeting you and your parents. Yeah, my parents and I had great meals with Adam. <laughs> yeah, I was attending um, every dinner. I'm like, Adam, just come come to dinner. We had great dinner this weekend. That's that was I honestly think I won this weekend. I won. Yeah. I moved. I had great dinner. Um, but that's all that matters. That's all that matters. What was I going to say? I oh. was the honorary adoptee of the Bilates but, this weekend. Colby, I do. I've been there. I've been there where like I have like I'm like, OK, that was a sub. I could have just not drank yesterday right like that's the thing about drinking sometimes when you're like oh you're so pumped it's gonna like you have these high expectations for the day it's like a drinking holiday like st patty's is like literally a drinking holiday no matter where you are i feel like and you get to it and you're like oh like i'm coming down for me like my happy buzz right i'm like that was a waste well what (laughs) always happens to me when nothing exciting happens to the happy buzz is i can either keep I either need to obviously keep drinking to maintain it, or once there's been like a little bit of a lull, I completely lose it and I cannot get back there. Yeah. Regardless of how much I keep drinking, it's like then I just start to not feel well. So I just never start drinking again after that happens. I feel like my learnings as we've gotten older is like you you can call the night an end when it's time to end, right. you know? Like you don't have to always be an <laughs> end of the night. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I've learned that yet. <laughs> I definitely have. The second I stop having fun, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Me too. That's, That's why I literally made an announcement. I was like, hate to break it to you guys, but I'll walk with you to the pizza place and I'm calling an Uber <laughs> from there. <laughs> See, I couldn't, the my rope. I couldn't be more opposite. I'm like, let's, let's rage. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm not having fun. We're going to make it fun. I wish I was more like that. I need, I'm just like, I, I refuse. Well, sometimes I look back. I'm like, that was so dumb. Like I should have just gone to bed. See, that's the scariest I try to avoid. Right. I guess that's the other side of it. There's always a chance that. That's true. It's worth it. There is like a 25% chance in those scenarios that it could end up being really fun. And I'm all about risking it all. But this weekend I was actually pretty good. Like, after dinner, I met up with some people, brought my parents along. You were tame. Parents came, met some people. Not, not, uh, not BFG, if anyone's listening and wondering. He, they, my parents didn't meet him. They wanted to, though. They really wanted to. Oh, my to. God. Your mom, the next morning, was <sighs> so disappointed. Well, because he met my sister and... Wait, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you left. It was after. After dinner? After dinner, we went out. He met my... Well, we went out with my parents, and my parents went... They, they like, split off. I knew they were going to. Yeah. They were like, we got to go back to the hotel. They probably went and sat at the they hotel like bar. They like to go have their date they night. They like to have their own separate time. Like, that's my parents for you. Like, I love that. Um, but then mm, we went to this other bar called Bandits, which I don't think I've ever been to. You said you've been there a bunch. Or, like, you've yeah. been there and you don't like it. Bad yeah. layout. Which, I just hate the setup in I agree. there. The layout's pretty sucky. Like, you walk in. It's just a lot of like congestion right by the door, which is just always. Oh. And you can't get to the bar, and there's always like one or two bartenders for the sixty people that are crammed in there. Mm. I know. And there's always people sitting at the bar that get annoyed that you're trying to get a drink, and there's no other spot to go get a drink other than where they're sitting. That's the issue with bars, like in general, right? I understand the concept. Like when you're going on like a Wednesday night, yeah, and you can go sit at the bar. It's not like a like a traffic jam to try to like the people that are trying to get drinks and just like standing and whatever i feel like having a seat at the bar on the weekend like that's not enjoyable for anyone right for those sitting at the bar unless it's like a a chill sort of spot if it's one of those places like oh yeah anyway that's just a rant about bar layouts but um (laughs) if you have a table there it's nice that's oh i think that's the new that's the best best seat in the house is getting a nice table yeah 
and just going up to get either a waitress or like going up to get drinks, bring it to like the at table. The Spaniard, how they have like the little like the yeah. booths. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Spaniard. Spaniard's number one in my heart yeah. because now they I have like the new place. room. Have you yeah. been? You've yeah, been yeah. New the last room? time we went. Oh yeah. Well, we went like two weekends ago, didn't we? The weekend before we did. Yeah. I went. I've gone every weekend since. Like oh yeah, you took your parents forever. there on Friday, didn't you? Took after them dinner? there. My parents love it there. They opened a new back room, so now they have three whole rooms. Yeah, and the back room's like very vibey. I feel like oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I want to go sit there. Like I, I haven't been. I, haven't I don't know. Go. We can make a reservation and go sit. Yeah, it's cute. How great. Well, I think we should, mm. you know, hit the hit the cross the street first. Now that Katie is this new neighborhood, we have a lot of different and a lot of new spots to just walk into. I feel like I know West Village is so amazing. So many places, to amazing explore. place to eat and drink, which are my two favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I can't wait for all the food that we're going to eat in this apartment. In this apartment? Well, around this apartment. I was like, wait a second. M- um, mind you, Friday night when we come in to see the apartment, like just empty, me, Katie, and Katie's family. Katie looks into the oven and she's like, oh my God, it's so big. I'm going to make a pot roast. I was like, when have you ever made yeah, a pot roast? Yeah, she's going to get a crock pot so she can make a roast. I'm going to make a crock pot okay. pot roast. Okay, okay. Because That's allowed. I think that a crock pot, we've discussed this. I don't this. know if I've ever had a pot roast. Well, great. So yeah, I'm so excited for you to make it for <laughs> that's me. That's going to be one of my uh, concoctions. We'll have, we'll have a pot roast and a trifle. Wait, what about a pot roast party? Yeah. Do okay. we all bring a pot roast? No, no I just think I Sounds... make the pot roast and oh. we party. And, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what if everyone, what if I have a, a party? And we'll all bring sides. What if it's a pea party and everything has to start with the letter P? I'll bring potatoes. I'll bring, I don't know. Oh, come on. The only thing you that can't think of mind. anything? Well, yeah, but they're inappropriate. I've so many things. <laughs> Pears. You you'll, could bring. You'll bring penis pasta? I was literally going to yeah. say penises. I'm going to find well, some boys to bring. Damn. All right, you can do that too. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. I'll figure, I, I'll figure out. She doesn't have any. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any voice to bring it in case you didn't get it. <laughs> well, that might change. I feel like the West Village. I'm just. I feel like a lucky new penny here. You know. I'm so excited. That I is feel like great a shiny, energy. Shiny heads up penny. I'm just gonna sit in your apartment lucky. and swipe on Tinder and then hope something comes out of the woodwork for me. <laughs> Adam, you should change your location to Katie's apartment on your dating apps and see i will get called out so fast i'm pretty sure i like had my i had my look loca- oh remember when you guys is roasted your instagram me? bio like but i <laughs> no no remember? no you had tribeca on your your hinge i did but oh, that's where he's his hometown <laughs> oh yeah that was wait that was like that was like vintage. og podcast <laughs> that was hilarious please tell me you changed that yes of course i changed oh. it i literally had thought that that was like where I live now. Not as in, like, that's where you're supposed to put in that box. No, no, no. It, that's your hometown is where you're, you you put that. Okay, well, now it says I'll bring it up for proof. Where is it? Oh, proof? We get proof here? Annapolis, Maryland. Oh, wow. Well, yes. Okay. Well, which also isn't even technically true, but we're not going to, you, you know. know. what? With that, I know I usually give you a hard time about that, but mine says Annapolis, Maryland as well. Because it's just it's easier. easier to explain to people because our town is like what 10 minutes from there but it's just like kind of random yeah. name name wise it's just easier to say that but you know i think my hinge profile is so good although somebody the other day so i like through this pride happy hour because i managed the pride group of our um like our company and i threw this pride happy hour last week and of course like i feel like when you're out drinking with your coworkers or whatever like having a drink like dating eventually comes up and so we were talking about dating and you they, showed your profile yeah they were like let me see your profile the number of times i've done that at happy hours like what's with happy hours and being like let me just get uh, like show and tell of the dating apps oh my dating god yeah, show and tell. everybody that's married is like let oh my see. god let me go on there i want to see what it's like they're like i want to swipe i've never had a dating pr- yeah dating app like oh this guy's cute and you're like no he he's really not he's not my type and they're like oh sorry sorry we swiped right yeah sometimes yeah. i look and i'm like wait when did i swipe on that person ah yes so and so you were like ah yes that day my one friend that's never had a dating app in her life anyway continue i get so dull those people what like, say about I really your- oh they were like wow your profile is so good but like who's this boy that's in all of your pictures like is that your ex-boyfriend and i was like honestly like my profile has become a shrine to alex johnny because like my best friend alex because yeah all my pictures that are good of me i feel like are with him okay so here's a question for you so for me like on my profile or like when i'm scrolling 
to see guys like i don't love it when they have a girl in their pictures because i'm like who is that yeah or like i just i mean if it's obviously like their mom but i feel like it's been said and like or i would you know say maybe don't put a girl in your pictures just because it makes it gives like a certain vibe yeah right do you feel like having a guy in your pictures no because i feel like like from the gay perspective from the gay perspective i'm like oh they're they're friends you know right like that's that's in, that's different. I will say a problem I have identified with my hinge profile is that I feel like I don't really have that many good solo shots of just me. So like for example, my first picture is me and Colby. Well, Aww. I feel you know you, you definitely do. You've posted a ton of solo shots on Instagram. I feel like I don't have that many great ones. And then like my second picture is me and no. Alex. Whatever happened to the one where you're sitting at the pool in the Hamptons the first time we went Southampton? Like that's with Alex. There's not one solo shot of you. There's like a no. mil- I really? I swear. Oh my god. Like if we go back? Not even in the archives. It's just like so many of my soul pictures I feel like I'm wearing sunglasses. Yeah, you need a good like, or it's this like is a my mirror face. pick. This and is I'm not going to post a mirror the pick. Sunglasses is such a good point. I have, like I have Except this one. I feel like most of my Oh, actually I only have sunglasses on in one photo Wait, on my Hinge profile. That's surprising. I don't know why. I feel like yeah, see, you wear this your one. sunnies a lot in your pics. I have to because my I get a lazy eye. I think I need to get better when sunglasses. When I look in the sunlight, I literally get a lazy eye <laughs> if I don't have sunglasses on. And one of my eyebrows literally goes up to the, my hairline. It's crazy. I have a crazy eyebrow. One of my <laughs> sisters has it too. It's always an issue when we're taking our Christmas card photo (laughs) because one of us always has a crazy eyebrow. It's like actually a thing. She doesn't get it anymore though because she has Botox. I feel like a crazy eyebrow. Botox (laughs) solution. I feel like everyone has like a favorite eyebrow. Do you? I definitely have a favorite eyebrow. One that just like cooperates better. I don't think I do. You don't have a favorite eyebrow? I don't think I have a favorite eyebrow, but I have a favorite side of, like, my head in general. Because, like, when I go to, not, like, a good side, but I feel like my makeup always comes out better on one side. (laughs) Like, my hair, if I'm doing my hair, it, like, curls and holds a curl better on one side. That's so interesting. that has to do with what side you sleep on? Do you sleep on your side? I, like, don't. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. I do, too. Well, I start out like that, and then I end up on my back with my mouth wide open, <laughs> catching flies. The mouth breather. <laughs> I sleep at the absolute edge of my bed in like a tiny little ball, and that's it. I'm kind of the same way. Everybody who sleeps with me says I'm a great person to sleep with because I literally just curl into my own little ball in the corner and just die there. Yeah. Like, you die th- there. There's no movement for the entire night. Like, I just... Wait, I think this is a good opportunity for me to share what recently happened to me. Oh, oh let's yes. hear it. I feel like the podcast can handle this. Can you handle hearing that I had a, a sleepover with a boy? Can you guys handle that? Yes, Katie, we can. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. This is with BFG. This was like... In my old apartment, so like a week ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ancient history at this point. Um, and he said that I, in the middle of the night, like probably four in the morning or something, sat up in the middle of the bed, like sat up and like sh- like shook him awake or like nudged him awake and eyes closed, fully speaking, total gibberish, like, but very confident gibberish, you know, where it like sounded like it could be words, like real words. And he was like trying to understand what I was saying. And like, he thought that I was in trouble because <laughs> I was frantically saying you were having a night terror, frantically saying non words to him, trying to have a conversation like I'm dead. Needed, and then I just like fell right back, just like went right back down, fell asleep. That was it. You had an exorcism. <laughs> like, but then the next morning he goes. He goes, I wonder what you really were just like, you needed to tell me about your dream. Like, you were like, you needed to tell me something. But, and I was like, I was trying to remember my dream and I couldn't remember it. I, I could not remember for the life of me what I it was. when that happened. But I really wanted to tell him something. It was so funny. I used to keep a dream journal. Like, dr- anytime I would wake up in the middle of the night with like some very vivid dream, I would immediately write it down in my notes. My therapist told me to do it actually because no, I was I having think that like, that's... not that I was having night terrors, but like I would like you part of my sleep dreams. issues is that yeah. I would wake up a million times a night and she was like, why don't you write some of the things down that you're dreaming about? So maybe like if that's something that's bothering you, we can like link it to that kind of deal. Well, dreams a lot of times have meanings like or known meanings. Like if you like flying or like there's some that are like if you're running away from someone, 
in your dream or like being chased it means like you're running away from like a problem or like you need to like confront something yeah. and like yeah. deal with something like there's certain meanings there's for it meaning behind like pregnancy Wait, dreams what is, what is that because i, I have, think it's starting a new beginning or something i have dreams that i'm pregnant the, the, all the time i'm pretty sure that's what it is Do you want to hear yeah yeah pregnancy dreams are typically connected to something else in your life Plans that are in the works, maybe a degree that's in the works, that will, when it comes to fruition, result in new life for you. That makes sense. Adam, did you not tell me you had a dream that you were pregnant? I probably did. That sounds... (laughs) (laughs) That tracks. That tracks. (laughs) Do you guys ever, um, since we're just confessing weird things that we do, when you're trying to fall asleep, do you guys ever try and, like, create a dream that you want to have? Yes. Like, I always start thinking, and I'm like, okay, this is what I want to dream about. And I start thinking about it in my head and, like, letting it play out. But then it makes me not able to fall asleep because I'm thinking too much. Exactly. Nope. I w- you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say that. I, I usually try to manufacture a meet-cute, like, my ideal New York City meet-cute in my head. Or, I don't know, I think that's typically what I what I think of. <laughs> or, like, my dream future. And then I obsess over it, yes, and then I can't sleep. But then, but my what I've Googled and figured out is like the best way to fall asleep is to like choose a very big number in your head, like 387 and like count down from 387 in your head. My count mom down and then you fall asleep. always says that you're supposed to think of your childhood home and take yourself on a tour of your house. And that soothes Aww. you into going Wait, to sleep. Wait, that's <laughs> the cutest that thing That is so that. cute. It actually works. I trust. She, my mom's like, you start in the basement. <laughs> and that's kind of nice because it. then if you do that, like every night, you'll never forget. That's my biggest fear is forgetting what things like looked like or things, mm-hmm. people, what people sounded like, which is why I film everything. Yes. Because <laughs> then I'll never yeah. forget. So much documentation. Oh, yeah. I found my dream journal and some of these are literally so crazy. Katie, you're in there. What? What was this dream? Do you want me to read your yeah. dream journal? Re- your dream journal. Oh, well, you you were part of this dream journal entry. Oh, please read it. It literally makes no sense. So, like, we're going to read it, and people are going to be like, what the hell's wrong with Adam? Katie and I were in a townhouse, and we were leaving for dinner, and we had to go to the top floor first where this guy lives. And he looked really sketchy and was leaving <laughs> a weird bag at the top of the stairs. And when I handed the bag to him, he stared blankly and was like, those are basketball game tickets for my wife, and put them back. <laughs> And then Katie and I were going to leave, and we get down to the base of the stairs, and this dark figure outside that you can see through the glass pane teleports to the front door and starts slamming on With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Reminder, that Mother's Day is coming up on May 12th. And if you haven't gotten anything for your mom or the mother figure in your life yet, definitely consider My Life in a Book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question, so your mom or mother figure a question, via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. Mylifeinabook.com will compile all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. So special. I love the intent behind mylifeinabook.com. I'm always looking for new ways to give gifts to the holidays, birthdays, etc. that have more meaning than just a material object, and My Life in a Book is the perfect way to share a gift that's both sentimental and will contain memories that I'll be able to hold 
hold for a lifetime. This year for Mother's Day, I'm getting my life in a book for my grandma, who's my absolute treasure. How fun is it that she'll get to share all of her stories with me that I can then pass on to my kids someday? I'm so excited and would highly recommend as a gift for anyone in your life that you love. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code MATCHMADE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom or mother figure this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code MATCHMADE for 10% off today. Check it out. Happy Mother's Day. Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail cocktails without the alcohol, Recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or mm-hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off Recess mocktails now at takearecess.com matchmade, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, Recess. Woo! the door screaming let me in <laughs> i legit woke up and gasped for air that's how fucking scared i was <laughs> okay what is oh that my god I don't know. what does your therapist say Wait, about that one this other dream <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> this is literally about my one of my workout instructors from years ago so it's the i'm just gonna call him workout instructor Workout instructor texted me, wait, so are you a bottom slash are you interested in mid to late 20s muscle tops? If so, I feel like we should get together. (laughs) I showed Alex in his wig booked a flight to China. Workout instructor and I set a date for Friday and I was freaking out because I knew my shit was about to get worked. That's literally what the dream is. My shit was about to get worked. Did you read that verbatim? I must have. That actually makes me think of. I'm sweating. Some of these are so crazy. In college, one of our friends, you, you know where I'm going with this, yeah, do you? I think so. Just even me saying that. Yeah. One of our friends was seeing, or not seeing, like going to a workout, to a trainer. Mm-hmm. Like going to a local, very sh- like shitty gym yep. and getting trained like for like $10 a day or yeah. something like that from like this random local man. And they like had a text relationship of sorts just like with timing like oh like what time do you want to do this week or like things like that like very like they weren't friends they were like it was truly a working relationship yeah and one time we were all really <laughs> fucked up this guy is like huge by the way like a massive a bodybuilder bodybuilder man not that that like means anything but like this just a visual for everyone so we're like walking to a day drinker. I don't even know. It was like a college party. We were all blackout, like drinking twisted teas. And this girl that we know sent a selfie. Like she meant to send to this guy she was hooking up with. Like her tits were like, it was a very like a suggestive selfie. Like okay. boobs strategically pushed up with the twisted tea, like with the drink. And like she accidentally texts the selfie to her trainer. <laughs> yes. And had to live with that fact. Like, I was like, what do you do now? She and was like, what do you do to now? Her $10 trainer. <laughs> what did her trainer say? Looking good. No, something like that. Yeah. It was like, looks like you're having fun. And she was like, I will die now. Like, I, I could die now. I'm like, what do you do? Oh my how God, do you come I forgot about that. Out of that. That was so funny. Yeah. Like, there's just some things that you just can't unsend. Some texts you can't unsend. Some photos you can't unsend. <laughs> some dreams you can't undream. Some dreams you can't undream. Anyway, how did we get here? I don't even know. But I need to tell Colby what happened on Saturday when we were at dinner with your parents. Oh, yeah. Because it's kind of funny. So this was a dinner two of two that Adam attended with, with the Bilotti yes, family. I was an adopted Bilotti for the weekend. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we're at, where were we at? Suprema? Suprema. Yeah. Suprema Provisions oh in God, West Village. Oh, my God, so good. If you guys are coming to the city, put this on the top of your list. The wine we had also was so amazing. Like, the waitress sold her parents on this wine that we were drinking, but it was the cheapest wine on the menu, and she specifically said, I shouldn't be, like, recommending this to you guys, because to be honest, it's the cheapest one on the menu, but it's my favorite wine. It's so good. And it was amazing. Yeah. Right? That waitress needs to get promoted to... Love her. To owner or something. Love her. Yeah. 
But we were at dinner, and then I'm facing the wall. Katie's facing, like, the hallway, so she can kind of see people that are, like, walking by. Yeah. Wouldn't even say the hallway, just, like, the room. Yeah, just, like, the restaurant. You were, like, facing out. The door is there. There's t- like, I can see everything. Yeah, Katie has a full-scope view, right? And this group of guys, I guess, walks behind me, and Katie's, like, kicking me under the table. Well, being because like, they're obviously, like, the most attractive, and something about it just said to me like these guys might be gay <laughs> well they were so immaculately dressed and like you were all, in the west village <laughs> we were in the west village like they all were, the stars aligned yes. for them to be homosexuals they just like looked they're too good to be true okay these these yes. people i'm like adam there you go katie's I'm, like legit punting me under the table i'm <laughs> kicking him under the table i'm like look i'm like turn look. Around. i'm like she's like i think they might bat for your team like check check it out check it out and i turn around and i, I immediately turn back and i'm like katie we know all of them. I I've had flings with two of the guys that were <laughs> yeah. in the group. I didn't. I don't know why that didn't register with my mind. I think my head was just like in a million places after moving, and I had like three glasses of wine at this point. I didn't register that we like that I like went to New, Year- New Year's Eve with one of them. Yes. Like we, one of them, Katie knows very. We slept as in the same maybe, maybe house. that's why you knew that they were gay. Maybe that's maybe somewhere in my in brain. The back of your mind. Yeah. My my brain cells. This is everything in this episode is just kind of pointing towards don't drink. <laughs> don't drink alcohol because it will kill your brain cells and you won't even the recognize. The city is just so small. <laughs> people that you know, but yes. Um. Yeah, Kobe. You know what we're talking about, right? Yes. Yeah, well, anyway, so I'm like, oh, my God. Then I'm getting stressed because Katie had been kicking me out of the table, and we were kind of, like, doing this weird behind-the-back thing. And I was like, I know for a fact the one is going to come up and say hi to us. I literally said that. I was whispering it to Katie, but Katie could Was couldn't... he in the restaurant, or were they just walking by? They were in the restaurant. They, like, they... walking directly behind me, yeah. like, two inches behind me. Oh. And Katie somehow didn't recognize who it was. And, like, yeah. I'm trying to tell Katie across the table. I'm like, we know them, and they're going to come to the table. And Katie's like, I'm like, what? What, <laughs> what are you saying? I'm like, oh, my God. We're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. And then, of course, lo and behold he comes to the table and like goes up to hugs katie and then he comes over to hug me and i was I, like oh my god didn't see you come in i'm like he 100%. what are you doing here like that's the most okay this like just leads to a conversation of the awkwardness that ensues after like you've seen someone and you're trying to pretend like you didn't see them you know what i mean yes. but then they then they acknowledge that they've seen you yes and they definitely yeah. i i still do not know if they knew that we were like talking about them kind of not talking about them but i was like trying to tell katie for the life of me like we know these boys like the evening they seemed like they had had some drinks i feel like they were coming after like probably a stone street situation for dinner i feel like at that point they didn't i don't know maybe 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 not or maybe i don't know everyone's been there i feel like like even when it happens to me when i've like go up to someone and i'm like i think that they saw me like i don't even care i'm like whatever i don't care if they're lying because i've done that before yeah (laughs) because i just you know because someone has to be the one yeah and yeah but i was like so stressed in the moment because the way that he and i like and it is like our friend connected us and then we were texting and I was like, oh, I really want to go on a date with him. Like, he's so, like, literally so hot. He's like, like an Adonis. He's very he's handsome. so attractive. Sexual. And he just wanted me to come over and hook up with him. And I was like, oh, no, we should go on a date. And then that's how it ended, basically. It's like, I didn't hook up with him. So then he was like, all right, see ya. <laughs> Not into it. Hey, at least he didn't, like, take you on a date only to, you know, just because he wanted to hook up with you. I would have honestly preferred that. He's literally so attractive. I, <laughs> to this day, wish I hooked up with him. Like, biggest regret. Uh, yeah, just should have taken him up on the booty call. I should have just taken that. him up. I should have yeah. just taken him up. It was like shoulda, coulda, a huge, huge regret. But anyways, so I like get up to hug him and I just punt my chair into the middle of the restaurant floor. Like, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Like, Embarrassment. Oh, yeah. My coat, every, like, everything I own on the floor. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, my stuff's everywhere. I don't know. It's not that big. You should have stayed that. seated like I did. I should have. I think I totally stayed seated while he hugged me, which isn't very good manners. It was very funny, though. He was, like, with this new boyfriend. And then he was with the other guy that I've also had a fling with. That was his new boyfriend? With. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So the booty call wasn't coming later. No. The booty Damn. call The booty call is long sailed. That ship has sailed. That was, like, literally years ago also. That so not like it was call, We've also seen him so many times since then. That booty call ship has sailed. Oh, he's so hot. Such a regret. I guess I do have one other dating update is I talked about Montel Coffee Guy, how I accidentally sent him a, a plane emoji. Yes, we remember. <laughs> Anyways, he did end up messaging me back and he was like, oh, I've been living in LA for a few months. And then what did I say after? I think I just said, oh, I'm jealous. Like pack me in your suitcase next time. And he hasn't responded. So, you know, damn short and sweet. It's okay. I set the you stage recovered. for the summer. Yeah, yeah. I did recover. Luckily. He's sampling the LA cuisine. <sighs> damn it. Meaning like 
the buffet of men. Thanks, the Katie. tasting <laughs> menu. You're welcome. Just in case it wasn't clear. I'll there. just go dive out of the window now. Thanks, guys. It's okay. There's, there's so many other fish in the sea. Are there, though? Yep. There are. Okay. I believe it. There it's are. feeling pretty bleak these days, but I think it's about to take a turn well you know how this Colby's gonna cast a deadly attraction spell again <laughs> yeah I... <laughs> or i think our deadly attraction spell is wearing off colby like i think we I need know. to recast well i think that this happens like we get in this like slump you know but today actually as we're recording this is the first day of spring <gasps> yes spring has sprung baby yeah some do some spring cleaning in your life i actually can i want to clean my freaking hinge again and just delete it you know what i need to do i need to go through my follower or following and you know i've been periodically doing that i'm like if this person doesn't serve me then i like i only want to focus on people that i like really like and you know want to like want to consume their content you know see i'm a hoarder with many things and people i follow on instagram is one of them because i'm like well maybe someday i'm gonna be like oh what's that person's name yeah and i'm following them so it makes it easy i follow three thousand people do i need to do that no and there's this thing where when you were talking about or when we were talking about like people that you don't really like you see them you don't want to say hi to them or like you know people say that if if you are one of those people right if you're walking in the grocery store and you see someone like you went to college with but you're just gonna mutually pretend like you don't know each other or whatever or you're not gonna want to say hi to them yeah or speak to them then you should unfollow them on instagram Mm -hmm. and i fully know i've heard it i know it but i don't do it and there's people (laughs) that I, I need to though started on following that i'm like if they walked by me on the street i would have no idea who they were like younger girls in our sorority that were like three years younger than us in college and yeah when they got into our sorority that day we just follow everyone yeah and i'm like i think we've spoken maybe five words ever i would not know who you were you know yeah. the next layer of this or level of this is like your contacts list on your phone like i bet if i looked up hinge right now in my contacts there's probably 87 people It'd be like alex hinge yeah. andrew hinge no, actually <laughs> that's literally how i label them alex too. one hinge, bumble. alex two hinge it's like my bumble contacts my hinge contacts raya is probably in there somewhere mm-hmm. like, yeah literally like <laughs> yeah oh you only have two i think it's because i don't save number i stopped saving numbers until like after they amounted to something oh my god yeah, but yeah i have like i have a tinder one i have a couple hinge ones I have some Raya ones. I was on that wave for a long time of not saving people's numbers, but then I was just getting annoyed because I couldn't keep the conversation straight. <laughs> Look at mine. <laughs> oh my God, Katie. <laughs> Alex Hinge, Anthony Hinge, Brian Hinge, Dan Hinge, Danny Hinge, uh, Eric Hinge, Jack, James, Mark, 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 three Marks. <laughs> Ryan, Sam, Sean, Steven, Steven. Wait, that's actually so funny. Katie's list is an encyclopedia but of New York men. repeat. Oh, there's only two Bumble. Damn, that's so funny. I like, I feel like maybe once I get married, then I'll delete all that. <laughs> you never know who might come, come crawling, crawling back. You might come crawling back. That's true. I'm crawling back for more. Anyway. Um, should we do some advice segment? Yes, let's. Oh, wait. Okay. So the first thing we're actually going to read is when Katie and I were at dinner number one on Friday. We had talked last time on the podcast about how Katie's like, oh, like not a little bit noncommittal with like a nice guy and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And so this girl emailed us and we got the email while Katie and I were at dinner and I look at it and it's like, what's the title of it? The title made us feel like I was in trouble or something, remember? Yeah. I was like, oh my God, am I in trouble? Or I, oh, okay. I thought it was spam. Katie, this is your future talking is the subject. This is your future talking, but like, do you know how sometimes with emails, like the marketing emails, they'll yes. be like, Katie, your future is oh knocking. Oh my God, I hate that. Get your new mattress today yeah. No, or literally, something. I thought it was somebody trying to sell us something. It sounds like a salesy email. <laughs> like... All right, you want me to read it or do you want to read it? I want to read it. I think that that's it would hit harder, yeah, it right? Will. Okay. Hey, so I'll get right to it, sis. Your situation with this new man, at least from what we've heard on the pod, sounds just like when I started dating my husband. He was incredibly direct. Our first date, he said he was dating to find a wife, not a fling. What his vision for a family was and that and that he was interested in getting to know me and not waste either of our time. That's a lot to say on the first date. Yes. I don't know how I... I mean, he good came for out you, swinging. But like, okay. He knew what he wanted. He did. So she continues. She said, so me, who hasn't sat in front of an eligible man with an iota of emotional intelligence, was like, red alert, red alert. This is somehow a bad thing, which is literally what we just said. Right. No. She goes, no, 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 honey. You listen to me. 
A direct, honest, and seemingly monogamous man is a rare gem. Let yourself get used to not having to ask questions and not having to wonder what he's actually thinking because it is amazing. Dating really doesn't have to be hard if it's with a man like that and then be married to them. Being married to them is even better. Five years and one toddler and one baby on the way. I can tell you it's okay that he's not wasting your time by saying he's interested in exclusively focusing on this relationship. And she said, P.S., I love this podcast, even though I'm very far removed from this phase of my life. It's so fun to listen. I'm a 90-year-old, 28-year-old. Ha ha. I love that. Wow. Yeah. See, my thing is I'm still grappling. I'm still, um, I've gotten past the point of saying red alert, red alert, but I'm still figuring out, I'm like, okay. What you want? Yeah. Like, I've I've gotten comfortable with with what he says and like how he compliments me. Like, I've gotten comfortable with that, but now I'm like, okay, once we've gotten past this, like, is this still what I want? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, once, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, is is it just the honeymoon phase? Like, it's just, there's so many questions and you're like, I just don't know what's going on. So luckily I, I just remind myself, it's like, it's been a month. Like I need Take to give myself time. Yeah. He's expressed to me many times. He's like, you know, he, he never says, he'll speak and say things. And he's like, if of course, like you feel the same way, like it's totally no pressure. Like, you know. Yeah. But I always, I always worry because here's the worry here with I'm happy now. I don't know how it's going to go or like if I'm going to decide like I I get the ick in like three weeks, who the heck knows. But if at that point, like we've been seeing each other for over, like I don't want to waste anyone's time. That is my biggest fear and dating. There's always that potential that you'll waste their time. Yeah. Or I personally have been trying to reframe it where I don't feel like it's time wasted. If it ends like with meet cute ending it with me and I was like upset about it then now I'm like grateful that at least it didn't go longer than it did or whatever. Like I don't see it as wasted time. Like I learned so much and like it was very fun while it was happening. So with this guy now, I'm just, I'm hoping that he's the same way. Yeah. Like he would never see it as wasted time, but it's, it's tough when it's a guy that's like paying for all the dinners and the drinks and you're like, shit. Like, you know, I have to make a decision or figure out. But you're clearly not using him. You guys are both mutually having a good time. Right. It's not like you're just like, oh, I'll go get a drink with him tonight because I want to go get a drink. No, you're right. I do enjoy. I I enjoy spending time with him, but I just, I don't know. It's always tough where you feel like. But I also feel like you you don't know anybody anything and you don't need to feel pressured to figure it out like you've been honest with them since the start is like the best you can do is be honest with somebody about how you're feeling about something so like if you say you know this is going too fast or whatever you say like i really like you i like hanging out with you but i don't want to rush into something that's like yeah a relationship because i know that a lot of time and effort goes into relationship i love to continue to like get to know you hang out with you spend time with you because that's what i'm enjoying doing right and just say like i'm not seeing anybody else i'm not interested in seeing anybody else but that's where I'm at. Like, I'm not ready. I don't know what I'm ready for in terms of next steps. Yeah. And if he's okay with that, then that's on him. At least you're being honest at that point, you know? Right. I haven't to this point been dishonest. Yeah, you've been completely honest. But I know. I'm just, there's always those conversations that like are sprung on you and you're like, oh no, I wish I would have said it differently or whatever. Yeah. And I have a feeling one of those might be coming and I don't know what I'm going to say. If he's like, let's let's take it to the next level or something, then I'm going to be struggling to speak i think just because i'm just this is the first time this has ever like progressed this far for me and i'm like just internally panicking that i'm gonna do something wrong yeah well you're doing the best you can and that's (laughs) all you can do yeah you're right we're having fun yes we'll cross that bridge when you get there that's what i keep telling myself and with every stressful like i've there's been a bunch of like random stupid stressful things happening like in my life and i'm sure a lot of other people's lives as of late and I just keep telling myself, like, just one day at a time. Like, yep. really, it is. And it's like, you can only do what you can do. Tackle That's the problems of today. That's what I always try and think. There will always be another problem that comes. Mm-hmm. But you just take one at a time. Yes. One Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the door. I think it's out the door. I thought it was across the floor. I think it's you're walking out, out the, the door. door. I have no idea what you guys are talking She'll about. She'll be coming around the, the mountain, mountain when she comes. 
gone. I didn't know there was another version of that. No, there isn't. That, I just remixed it. That's oh. a different song. Someone make a TikTok sound where it <laughs> starts with that. Um, oh, it's like a remix, and it's like, she'll be coming around like, the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain. She'll be coming around the mountain. She'll be coming around that mountain when she comes. Your mic is going to fall. It's like no, the EDM your, remix. From your beatbox. That would be the sickest Barry's remix. I need to suggest it to our girl. Is 99 <laughs> bottles of beer on the wall would be another one. I would not be going to either of those classes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know how they have like uh, club songs or like going out? Like it could be nursery rhymes. I would be into it. I, lo- I love anything that's like an EDM remix in a Barry's class. So I'm, I'm with it. All right. <laughs> okay. Sure. All right. Advice segment. Hi guys, love the podcast. I need some advice about my friend and her new boyfriend. They recently started dating in February and she told me some red flags about him. I think they need to break up, but she's in denial and says, but he's a great guy and nice. Here are the red flags. He has a lot of watches in in a display case and one morning he left one out and said, good thing the watch is still here because I thought you would steal it. He told her about a previous fling and how he almost bought a $1,000 plane ticket to see the girl again only after two dates. He met her parents, and after leaving, he asked her, do your parents even work out? My friend said he's racist and judges her friends for being pregnant at a young age. The last one, my friend spent the night at his place, and the next morning, she asked if they wanted to make breakfast together, and he said he didn't have any groceries and refused to share his cereal with her, even though she didn't ask him to. (laughs) I'm so confused. Um, This guy sounds like he sucks. Who raised this man? Yeah, I think- This boy- I should say the parent comment is really strange. Like the watch comment is strange. Like if she's trying to be funny or if this is serious, Tim, I'm just saying if my boyfriend didn't want to share his cereal with me, that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah, That's the one you went for here. Yeah. Like um, I would grab the cereal and be like, sorry, I'm starving and I'm hangry. So you're not going to want to be around me. Yes. I'm going to eat your freaking cereal. Seriously. You can go pay $6 for another box. The one asking if my, my parents work out. That's like so fucked. Yeah, that's rude. I mean, to be honest, this guy sounds like he sucks. In terms of like what you should do, I think it's always difficult to tell your friends like, hey, your boyfriend sucks. But you need to in some way because they could end up getting married. I've said this before. I feel like a broken record or like and divorced and she could be like, well, why did no one tell me? Like it is up to her at the end of the day to like know what's right for her. But if you said nothing, I mean, I wouldn't be brutal about it because ultimately she's going to make her own choices and like. I don't know why she would make this choice, but I think you just tell her. I think this girl needs to hear that, like, one day, if she, if she sees a future with, with this guy and they get married and have a kid, like, maybe they have a daughter, like, he's going to be speaking this way to his daughter, probably. Like, do you want that? Do you want, like, you know, I don't know. I like yeah. that analogy. I That's feel good. like she could also go about it and just be like, the next time she brings up something he says, question it and be like, what did you think about that? That sounds a little crazy or something. Like, how did you react to that sort of thing? And be like, I wouldn't put up with that in my relationship. Or if he makes a comment about their friends being pregnant young or whatever, just be like, why do you feel like turn it more into a conversation and then have her think about it more than just being like, oh, he said this and I thought it was weird. Like, oh, that's just maybe I'm the only person that finds that weird. Right. I mean, I think the fact that she's even telling her friend that he's done these numerous things, like it's not just one thing that this has happened, like that she's maybe she wants other people to like save her from, you know, like give her the tools. At this rate, I, I don't know if maybe like she's a little bit afraid to leave him like that would come across my mind at least like he sounds like a very aggressive kind of person it also seems like if she's telling her friend these things like she probably has an inkling that these are weird things yeah 100 percent. oh it's so tough because like you she's got to make her own decisions but i think you should just express that you that you and maybe strength in numbers like if there's a bunch of you like you guys are there for her after you know if she's gonna go break up with him like at his apartment or something like you guys will be waiting downstairs like to make sure she's safe like i don't know just like let her know that that you support that you're like you're there for her you're not just gonna give her these like loose things like oh you should break up with him and just leave it at that because that makes you know it's it's tough to walk away from something especially when you feel like 
it's hard to like they might fight it or something i don't know that's so tough i don't understand how people like i know it's so psychological and deep but like how people stay with people that make them feel like shit it's like stockholm syndrome yeah no that's so true (laughs) i mean it's just so upsetting i guess there's like so many reasons why people do like a lot of times if they're trapped like in a marriage or like have kids or like things like that there's a lot of factors yeah yeah i just read this reddit thing today it was like a whole i'm in this like forum called off your chest and it's where people share things like to get it off their chest and this woman said like i am currently hooking up with my husband's mistress's husband that sounds convenient i could do a little wife swap marriage swap (laughs) that's right but she was like um she wrote this whole thing about how she found out that her husband they have like two kids together she found out that her husband um, a, a year ago started hooking up with this woman and so she tr- the woman is from work like his assistant or some shit so like always that someone from yeah. work so then she looks into the she like does some stalking figures out that the assistant has a husband of her own contacts the husband lets him know hey like our spouse or our spouses or i don't even know if it's like spouse or just boyfriend girlfriend are hooking up and they started talking a bit and then they realized like a trauma bond (laughs) yeah literally they like got together and have been have have been hooking up for like months oh my god and they're like we don't want to tell because the thing is they're they're like the girl that wrote the thing or the woman that wrote the thing her husband doesn't know that she knows and neither does this other guy's girlfriend so like at this point they're all both of them are hooking up with people and they're both having affairs they're both having affairs with people that are like also having affairs right it's just like the craziest thing oh my god that's but insane i don't know why i brought this oh, i guess like uh they were talking about the, the people were commenting like why don't you just like leave yeah the person and she's like well like we have the kids like i don't want my kids growing yeah, up like in a when broken- there's so many like anchors to a life right. Right. like it's very difficult to uproot after i that. mean you have assets and stuff like that yeah, to worry oh about but i'm like this is so messy like there's no way this is gonna end well but at yeah. this point it's like yeah i mean is she doing a wrong thing? Like two rights don't make, or two wrongs don't make a right. What do they say? Yeah. But, and she said that the, the guy that she's hooking up with, so like her husband's mistress's boyfriend or husband, like has like financially can't divorce the wife because there wasn't a prenup or there was a prenup, Uh, wasn't a prenup or something like that. There's like a whole messy situation here. Oh my God. It's just like messy on messy. I feel like prenups make it, easier because then maybe you just that's like, no, that's what i meant like okay, it's yeah. i I've, i'm paraphrasing guys yeah, yeah. um so it's financially or maybe if it's the person who isn't the breadwinner and they didn't have a prenup maybe that's why they can't yeah oh yeah maybe she's the breadwinner because when you do like make a prenup like there should be clauses in it if you have a good lawyer that say like okay if you're gonna be a stay-at-home mom like there, yeah there should be an infidelity clause if you're a stay-at-home mom and that takes you away from advancing your career like I think you there should are be paid infidelity clauses in in a lot of prenups usually yeah, yeah yeah okay and there's like clauses that say like okay if somebody ends up becoming a stay-at-home parent or whatever like that takes away time from their career so if their spouse is a breadwinner they should be paying their spouse like so for example like real houses in miami yeah like lisa like kachin they right. have they have a prenup yeah but because she's been she basically like worked for free at yeah. the plastic surgery studio or whatever for however many 15 16 years and like didn't have a career outside of that so i think she's like gonna get a bunch of stuff from that but you want to know what i heard that was so interesting yesterday do you know you know tiger woods obviously right yeah his wife girlfriend did you see all the stuff that's Which, in the news? well his ex-wife that he's trying to we found this out because we watched Full Swing. Yes, Colby and I watched Full Swing. We binged Full Swing and we were very curious and went down a rabbit hole of, of Tiger Woods's life. Yes, his his current girlfriend that isn't anymore that he kicked out of the house that he like... Is trying to kick out of the house. No, no, I think he successfully did. No, she's suing him. Well, right. No, oh, here's okay. what happened. Okay, yeah, you give she me the real story. went... So this, by the way, I figured this out through digging. I don't know. I, this is just from Google. Okay. That she was a host at one of his restaurants or his restaurant, I don't know if he has more than one and like essentially had her her eye on him for like a decade before they ended up starting, they ended up dating. Like they think they started dating like 2018 or 2017 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or something and everything was like sunshine and rainbows and then all of a sudden or I guess in like the past year or so, he like isn't into it anymore and like tried to, he like got someone to like lure her out of the house almost and like locked her out or something. Being so sleazy about it wants to get Ellen is it Elon or Ellen? I don't know. Elon, I think. Elon, I don't know. Elon back, and so and Elon said like, sh- 
this is all speculation. Like, this is just... Yeah. Elon's his ex-wife. Yes. Elon is the one that he cheated on with multiple people. Yeah, okay. And she, like, allegedly beat him with a, a golf club. A golf club. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Not good. Don't support that. But it was just ironic, considering he's, you know, a golf golfer. Right. Yes. Um, but... And now, in the news, it's saying that Elon is like, I'll get... I will try it again with you if you put an infidelity clause in, in of like 350 million dollars something like that like if you cheat you will have to pay me that much money or something like that but like it's purely just in the news i really don't know if it's true but like that, that would be is insane i mean they apparently are like still very close because they have the kids yeah and it's been years now since that whole thing happened like he had this like almost fatal car crash yeah so like things have happened but wouldn't that be crazy if they you were saying that like you remember where you were when like Tiger Woods cheated. I, I literally, I think we were in middle school or something, and my friends, everybody was talking about it like it was the most traumatizing thing ever. Like we all knew him. The hottest news. Yeah, it was crazy. It was That's, like, how could he? Seriously, she was so pretty. How could literally, he? that was all I understood at the time. I'm like, wait, she's gorgeous. Why would he cheat on his wife if she's she's yeah. gorgeous? Like that was my thought process as a child. Well, no, I only found out about the ex girlfriend last night because Alex was telling me because we were talking about because I was watching Real Housewives of Miami and Alex oh, came yeah. in and he started watching a little bit with me and I was explaining to him like the Lisa, Hoshin, yeah, and Lenny divorce and stuff like that and prenups and he was like, wait, look up the thing that's happening with Tiger Woods right now. How is girlfriend or ex-girlfriend now is literally suing him wait i need to like see because he's kick, trying to kick her out of the house or i guess at this point he successfully so did crazy and at first i thought alex was telling me it was his ex-wife and i was like well it's, if it's like the marital home then i think she's fine and then he was like no it's literally his girlfriend right. like there's no like yeah. there's no ring there's no nothing like she's literally suing him Imagine for money feeling that oh. entitled wait you want to hear an update yeah um I mean, I'm assuming it, this means that the whole, like, Ellen, Elon saying, if you pay me this yeah. much or, or you say you won't cheat, then I'll marry you again. Tiger Woods' ex-wife has, quote, no interest in his personal life amid lawsuit from ex-girlfriend. Tiger Woods' ex-wife could care less about his current problems with ex-girlfriend. <laughs> These are headlines. Damn, some people are just not meant to date, you know? I guess so. Some people are just not meant. Sounds like... But it might be. <laughs> Sounds me. like it might Sounds be me like too. Sounds like I might be one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> this is not working out. Damn. Oh my god. Anyway, that's that's. Yep. We'll see where that goes. Tiger yep. Woods. Maybe there'll be some crazy Maybe update we'll for next update week. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> Since we don't have any good dating updates of our we'll, own, we're we'll just gonna pay follow attention Tiger, to Tiger Woods. Woods' dating life. <laughs> oh my god. Do you see across the way they're watching Carpool Karaoke with Migos, the best one? Rest oh. in peace. Wait, those people are always watching something crazy. I feel like the last time, or not crazy, but always. Like, this is like my second day. Carpool Karaoke. They're watching Carpool Karaoke. What on a great fr- thing. What were they watching on Friday? They were watching like some very gay. Lady thing. Gaga. Yeah, I'm convinced they're gays. Oh my god. Do you hear the siren, guys? Do you hear it? Do you even hear it? The mic probably doesn't. Feels just like home. Feels just like the old place. Feels but, just like Bowery. But you get one a day here and not 30,000 a day. Yeah. Anyway. It's better. All right. Should we dinner? Yeah. It's time to it's sign time off. It's time to call it. It's time to sign off, kids, from Katie. The first episode in Katie's new apartment. Woo! We christened it. I hope so many. I hope that these walls will have so many tails I hope they'll share. have so many tails and not set. Katie's not last soot. apartment was covered in black soot. It was crazy. Yeah, oh, I was like, no, not what? No, like literal soot. I thought yeah. you said sad. I don't know. No, no, no. It's like there was like dust yeah. over, like black yeah. dust all over everything. The photos Be- were crazy because I was because not because I'm a disgusting person because my apartment was so close to the road and like yeah. the intersection and anyway. your window AC. Anyways, Anywho. follow us on Instagram, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, give us a five-star review if you like us. See you next time. Love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.